0: Baseball is back. And so are we. We are back. Baseball is back. Jeff Passon with a little passing bomb. 3.16 p.m. Eastern Time. Today, March 10th, 2022, breaking Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball Players Association have reached a tentative agreement on a new labor deal. Sources tell ESPN. While it still needs to be ratified by both parties, that is expected to be a formality. And when it is, baseball is back. And here we are, um, recording this 25 minutes before the free agency madness begins. So we might have some breaking news as we record this episode. It's 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 it feels good.
1: It's the first day in a while we have been able to say that
0: baseball is in a great spot we're in on the best possible spots this is like best case scenario and we'll get they, into some of the details here in a bit. They,
1: they got it done that that's it, it might not have been pretty but they got it done and that's what matters especially to the fans you know we've said this over, over the last few episodes but the fans are what matter the most and You get that fan engagement back and people, I mean, it's uh, the, what could happen is
0: awesome. So, so much potential. We, uh, when this news broke, we went live on the Instagram, both of our Instagrams, um, the podcast and the Braves news one-on-one Instagram. We both went live. We both talked for a while. So we'll be hitting a lot of the same points that we put in there. But, um, but for now, April 7th, opening day. Opening at, day. And then we will be at home for the first time since 2018 to start a season. only took a 99-day lockout to have that happen. But here we are. This is crazy. This is nuts. This is like. You know, our last episode was titled uh, Major League Baseball Season uh, Delayed Again. It still is delayed, I believe. I think it was It is still delayed. Yeah. But But it's like not as bad as it was going to be because of these stupid deadlines that Rob Manford decided, oh, I'm going to make up a deadline. Um, Deadlines that didn't even exist.
1: They weren't even real deadlines. It was just some mm -hmm. like made up deadline he came up with in his head. Mm -hmm. And, and as owners cons- came up
0: with and, and both of us on behalf of all college students if deadlines in college were like this college would be an absolute breeze like it would be it
1: would be a one- oh, cakewalk It and- would be a cakewalk at that
0: point Whew. we're super excited we're super pumped um baseball is back and let's just dive oh yeah my name is david waters by the way we didn't do and i'm luke hardin Season two, didn't know episode that four. If you guys didn't know that already, welcome. If you in. are new here. We welcome in.
1: If you're new here, we, we're glad you're here. We're glad you decided to join us.
0: So we're glad you didn't have to suffer through the entire lockout with us. If you're just joining in and for the first time, um, we're super excited. We're super pumped. Uh, this season is going to be amazing. And I'm really looking forward not only to the season and actually having games, but I think it was Peter Gammons who tweeted out there's 300 free agents out there right now and four weeks from today until opening day. 28 days, 300 free agents. This is going to be insane.
1: Chaos is going to ensue starting in 22 minutes. It's going to be... Some kind of scene to see, you know who's signing, where and how. I, I'm interested to see how early people are going to sign. You know, obviously six o'clock's the start, but how early will people sign? Will Freddie resign within the next 24 hours? I mean, we could be have, we we could be recording another podcast tomorrow for all we know. We don't really know yet,
0: but you know, it would be awesome if we were you know recording a podcast when. You know, the news gets broken that um, Freddie Freeman has re-signed with the Braves, which hopefully that happens. But, you know, if if it, this could it could happen in 22 minutes, it could. And I, I brought this up in our live stream. That. You know, imagine Alex Anthopoulos last three months, this has to be have been driving him absolutely insane you know, he's had three months to contemplate like this whole Freddie Freeman thing. He, uh, Alex Anthopoulos could like for the last three months, he, he hasn't been able to contact Freddie Freeman, but he's been able to contact Liberty media, our owners and try to work something out. Like we got to get this deal done. And uh, obviously we had a, a report of Liber- Liberty media's earnings from last year. So everything looked so good there. So if there's, if Freddie Freeman doesn't come back to the Atlanta Braves, then Liberty media has no excuse for that happening. So there's no excuse for Freddie not to come back. No excuses. If you're Liberty media. And if that doesn't happen, Oh, you better believe DFA Liberty media is going to be, uh, said about not just one time an episode, but it's going to be brought up about 20 times an episode. That might be the entire, uh, name of the podcast at that point. Just DFA Liberty media podcast. Just make it happen. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it will happen if, if uh, Freddie Freeman doesn't come back to Atlanta, which I think, uh, you know, obviously there were a lot of rumors swirling around during the lockout, while no teams could have possibly gotten a little bit of an advantage over the other during the lockout, even like reporters were just going for clicks there. Don't hopefully no one believed anything doing the lockout in terms of <laughs> Freddie Freeman rumors. But in case you did um, now, we now you're finding out like, Oh, that, that stuff was probably fake. It was, it was,
1: that was Buster only trying to get clicks for. And trying to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. First of all, because nobody, mm-hmm. nobody's even mentioned his name in forever. Don't trust. I'll just say this. Don't trust anybody not named
0: Jeff passing it. ESPN. Jeff Passan was the one who broke the news today. And uh, despite being hacked um, <laughs> by Skulltunes, um, some NFT thing, a lot of memes going around about that, which is wonderful. But uh, at least he got his account back in time to break the break the news and completely and well, Major League Baseball and just a sport in general completely took over the Internet this afternoon. And we're all over it. We're, we've been uh, at it almost nonstop since the news broke more than two hours ago so yep and here we are we're recording this podcast uh this is probably the earliest we've recorded a podcast episode like in terms of like during the day yeah uh, and you know a long long time but oh, yeah a long while we normally wait until you know later in the night so we don't have to worry about anything but i'm at home right now i'm uh Currently in the process of moving, a little personal note, but um so I'm definitely, this is not the setup that we're used used to uh, behind me at home, because this is 100% going on YouTube, by the way. Um So hello, everyone on YouTube. If you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, please do. Yeah, subscribe. Get us to five 500 subscribers, halfway to a mil. Halfway to a mil. And um, after the live stream, uh, our Instagram kind of blew up a little bit as well, so excited yeah. about that that was awesome so if you are here if you're new here from if
1: you're either from the live or whatever thank you for tuning in to not only the live stream but this episode
0: mm-hmm. so before we get into a lot of this free agency madness we, let's talk about what uh actually went down in this uh collective bargaining agreement that just went down um starting off with like something that. It uh, was actually just recently announced. Uh, no game 163, no uh, tiebreakers. And it was like, I don't, we don't, I don't think we know exactly like how they're going to do this, but unless you've seen it, it's kind of like a new thing that we don't really have an explanation for yet. Yeah, I, I that was just tweeted. So I have no, I really have no clue and that's that's probably going to happen a few times like we're we're getting so much new information uh pretty quickly about this agreement and what what's to come with the sport and the game of baseball um so sorry if we don't like know everything We, we probably won't get to everything in this episode because there's so many unknowns still but there is a lot of stuff that is known and we'll focus mainly on that um so let's just start off with saying this: this season, the twenty twenty two season, will be a full one hundred sixty two game season, beginning on April seventh. Um, which, I mean, what happened to the you know games being removed from the schedule? Man, yeah, well,
1: since we haven't recorded, yesterday was even more of a frenzy. With games were canceled, uh, the next two series were canceled up until to April four, four April fourteenth, and then that just went out the window today, and so, you know, it was talked about what would we even play one hundred and fifty games, but now you sit here and we're at one hundred and sixty-two, starting in twenty-eight days, and I, it's it's awesome. I mean, opening day is. It's a it's a national holiday for baseball fans.
0: <laughs> and it and it's, and it's it's like so close you could it, I feel like I could just like reach out and touch it, you know? Yeah. It's exactly. like so close. It's it's like 4 weeks from today, we will have regular season baseball for 162 games. Yep. It's amazing. The games that are going to be missed before April 7th are going to be made up with double headers, both games, nine innings, how it should be.
1: Yes. This was, I was very happy to see this. This is the seven innings just was so dumb. It was, I think everybody agreed that the seven inning double headers were just stupid. So putting them back to nine is a big time plus. And then having the regular extra innings rules as well was another thing talked about that. So, There will be no runner on second base anymore, which is another big win for baseball. So big win.
0: One of the big ones as well in this new CBA, a universal designated hitter. And this is going to be a this isn't going to affect anyone in the American League, but um, that's for the National League. Braves will have a designated hitter. No more pitchers hitting unless we choose to for whatever reason. But um, like the Angels do with Shohei Otani, but Braves don't have a Shohei Otani. We have a Max Freed, so I guess it might Max make Fried. sense. But I mean, it's, it's basically the same thing, right? Yeah, pretty similar. Pretty similar. Um, so th- that'll be big, and we'll we'll talk about some of our DH options uh, coming up in just a bit. Um, we have raised minimum salaries, and uh, I'm not going to get too big into these figures because. We don't care. You don't care. We have baseball back. That's all we care about. That ain't the Um, truth. We have a new pre-arbitration bonus pool to reward top young players who I I believe that the proposal was if a young player who is uh, not yet eligible for arbitration uh, finishes top three and MVP Cy Young or is it rookie of the year? Yes. Uh, That those players will be eligible for arbitration to get paid more early on which is very, very good for the game and great for younger players. Um, there's going to be a raise in a competitive balance tax uh, thresholds. Um, again, won't get into the de- details on that because honestly, as of you know, when Jeff passed and tweeted that out, no one was like, oh my goodness, what the heck did they do with the competitive balance tax? Everyone was like, we have baseball. That's all that matters. There's a six-team draft lottery. I'm in full support of this. I think this is awesome. Draft lottery, so teams that tank will not necessarily get the number one overall pick. Yeah, very big the, plus. The the um, worst six teams will be uh, ran- randomly uh, inserted into, uh, into this draft lottery. So the worst team in baseball, uh, record-wise, might get the sixth overall pick. And the sixth-worst team might get the number one overall pick. That that seems awesome because, you know, we need teams to try and be a little bit more competitive because, you know, there's right now there's not a difference between the worst team in baseball and the sixth-worst team in baseball. You both have an equal chance to get the number one overall pick in the draft. So I'm yeah, I think it that. goes
1: to a point that some divisions are way competitive than others as well. So a team like, you know, say how competitive the AL East was this year, You know, the Orioles, I believe, were the worst team in baseball regardless. But were they the worst team? They were the worst team record-wise. Were they the worst team on paper, or were they just playing some of the best teams in the MLB? And I think that's what gives them a chance to, you know, say, okay, we, you know, teams that were worse than us, they might, we might have a better chance of getting the first overall pick than them. So.
0: Hmm. This is huge for the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, like, with yes. in Very that division. Right. Uh, as for, like, the Pittsburgh Pirates, who on paper I think are the worst team in baseball, especially if they get rid of Brian Reynolds, so it's not going to be close. Um, That, you know, if they're the worst team in baseball record-wise, it, that and, you know, I, I don't want to, like, you know, no offense to any of the NL Central teams, but that that division kind of sucks. You know, like you have a couple... Okay, teams, but they're not, by no means any powerhouse teams in the NL Central. I think yeah. anyone, everyone knows that. You know the Cubs don't longer have that um, core talent that they had a couple of years ago during their World Series run. Um, the Cardinals are, are a pretty good team. Brewers are a pretty good team, um, but the Reds are an absolute dumpster fire. The Pirates, you know them, um, and the Cubs, I guess, are sort of a dumpster fire as well. So it's a relatively Weak division. Yeah. That, you know, the Pirates, if, you know, they could definitely be the worst team on paper, but it's not going to really matter if you're the worst team in baseball because you might get the sixth overall pick in the draft. It's, and also with the draft, it's, especially in baseball, it's so unknown whether these guys are even going to make it to the major leagues. I remember a few years ago, uh, Mark Appel was the number one overall pick, and the guy was such a bust. He, had like a six ERA everywhere in the minors and retired from baseball. So, yeah, you know, but this is fine by me. And I think it's uh, good for the game and it'll uh, force teams to be at least, you know, somewhat more competitive now that, yeah. you know, being the worst team to baseball is not going to be a given number one overall pick. So, yeah. And com- speaking of overall competitiveness, the
1: 12 exp- team expand team, Twelve-team expanded postseason will also
0: make it more competitive as well. So, some people think that this is a good thing, and it's—I mean, it, 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 in a sense, it is. And here's why: Players Association wanted twelve teams, the league wanted fourteen. The less, the better. Okay, we want competitive baseball games in the playoffs. Yes, I don't think there's any doubt about that. So, either way, it would have been expanded. We have ten teams as of last year. Now we have twelve teams, which honestly, both uh, both suck. But like, it's the it's the lesser lesser of two two evils. evils. Yeah. Boom! Great minds think alike. Great Great minds minds think alike. alike. (laughs) You know
1: it. The it will make tanking at least at least the way I see it, teams will be more inclined to push hard at the deadline, like maybe a team like the Braves, who obviously did make a big time move at the deadline this year, but they weren't really that good at that point, I think gives them an incentive to hey, be like, hey, we can push and get that. Well, that last seed and maybe make a run. And, you know, obviously a team, I believe the, the Reds, would have made the playoffs if it was a 12 team, correct? In the national league, something
0: I, I, I don't know. And they have but... like
1: 83 wins. So, you know, team. Uh, obviously the AL was very different because the Mariners and blue Jays were just ridiculously good and somehow, and they mm-hmm. didn't make the playoffs, but that was like a once in maybe every
0: 50 years type thing. Yeah, that, that's also that one happened. of the things that just like, it makes baseball different. It makes it stand out, you know? you have that magical run okay and you fans in seattle were so invested in that and it brought seattle sports fans into the like it introduced a lot of the the seattle people into the game of baseball and interested and invested and in, you know i couldn't imagine like the spike in ticket sales in seattle during that time like that is good that's good for the game and you know the more teams we can get competitive the better off the entire sport is. And, you know, nobody, no offense to these teams, but nobody wants to spend their Friday night watching Rockies and Diamondbacks. Okay. (laughs) Like we want to see like teams like, you know, the Dodgers and Giants or Dodgers and um, Padres or Mets and Braves, um, Yankees, Red Sox, Angels, Astros, People want to watch that. No one wants to watch two uncompetitive teams battle, battle out on a Friday night primetime, you know, time slot, like, you know, unless, no offense if you're an Arizona Diamondbacks fan or Colorado Rockies fans, but no one wants to watch you if you're, you know, playing at, what, I mean, of course, 7 o'clock local time, but, like, for us, like, 9 or 10. Yeah. Depending on where it's at. But, um you know, I think that, you know, this will definitely force teams to try and win games. It's like, if teams aren't trying to win games, then what's the point of even playing? Like, it's Let's, exactly like it's it, honestly, players' association was really uh adamant about this. They really pushed for it and they, they got what they wanted for the most part. So yeah,
1: good for the and game. I'm good very, for, I'm very
0: but, but happy we got. for the players,
1: the, players association they they got a lot of what they wanted to done and it, at the same we, at, at some point people started turning on the players because they didn't accept the, the deals and yada yada yada. but I think at the end of the day they did what was best for the players and I think it was fair and mm-hmm. they got it done and-, and
0: and honestly what they pushed for and what they finally agreed to, it's not only in the best interest of the players, but it's also in the best interest of the fans. Yep. Um, and the stuff that the fans may not like, and we'll talk about advertisements on jerseys in a second. <laughs> um, um, but the stuff that the fans may not like, they're not from the players. They're, they're the stuff that Major League Baseball decided to throw in because it makes extra money for them. Yeah. Because the, the whole reason this lockout was even happening is because, you know, owners that, you know, maybe didn't spend money or whatever. They didn't spend money because they were already making more profit than they ever have. And most players, besides the superstars, were getting paid about the same that they were about 10 years ago. Yep. And, you know, owners were, you know, they saw owning a baseball team as a business as a way to make money as a way to make profit. And they were making more money than ever. That's not good for the players. And this whole thing was about money. It's not about the fans. They don't care about the fans. They care about, they don't care about the fans emotions. They don't care about anything. It's just the money. And that's the way the world is. and That's the way baseball is. It's unfortunate, but it's the way it is, but there's nothing we can do about it. So we're glad that the whole financial hurdle was for the most part, taken care of. We, we, uh, We got past that, and now we have baseball. So, Um, I saw a couple tweets here um, with some new information. Let me try to find it. Uh, The business side of baseball immediately starts tonight, including March 22nd as a new date for players and teams to exchange salary arbitration figures. Who cares? Um, That's Bob Nightingale. Um, Evan Drellick, who's uh, been... One of the main reporters on this whole lockout and all the meetings. One interesting part of of negotiations, players now have expanded rights to engage in promotional and endorsement activities with sports betting companies. Was very restricted before now loosened up sports betting before was a matter of league policy now been decided by both sides as being more acceptable.
1: Don't tell Calvin Ridley about the sports betting part. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now, honestly, if this doesn't scream get Pete Rose in Hall of Fame, I don't know what does. But um, you know. <laughs> like I like now there's no excuse for Pete Rose not to be inducted in Hall oh, of yeah. Fame. Like like it, it now that players can uh, you know, it, be endorsed by DraftKings, you know. The, the, there's like it's, it's it's acceptable now. Like it's yep. I I I saw something during the lockout, like the Nationals are opening up this uh, sports betting thing, like right outside their ballpark, I believe, where vans can like grab a beer or and uh bet on games and stuff and just watch sports and just do that kind of stuff. I think I believe it was the Nationals, it might have been actually, no, it might have been Arizona actually. Now that I think about it, um, but I didn't see that, but but. but Obviously, if you know these teams, some of these organizations, even though that might be just one or two, um, it's starting to become like part of the industry of baseball. Yeah, so, um, get Peter Rosen the Hall of Fame, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm surprised it's even still an issue, but like this, honestly, the, like this. Baseball is, is, you know, trending in this direction where sports betting is, like, you know, not only accepted, but it's, like, almost, like, encouraged.
1: Yeah, it is. So,
0: so honestly, like, if sports betting is, maybe encouraged is kind of a little bit too strong of a word, but if it's now, like, that acceptable, then, like, Pete Rose should definitely. Let
1: him him have freedom, be be free with what they want to do. And, you know, I love it.
0: I think it's Mm -hmm. awesome. Next uh, development um, was also rule five draft for this off season has been canceled. Not, I mean, if you're a big rule five draft person, then uh, you know, my condolences, but (laughs) we really don't care. Um, Next there, there's some kind of new system to prevent service time manipulation. We're not really sure exactly the details of that, but uh, service time manipulation is pretty bad. So we're glad it's gone. Um, yes. For the most, I mean, like at least like somewhat gone. Um, also, we haven't really heard about the international draft, which is a new issue that was brought up pretty recently. Um, and a lot of these players were um, fighting against the international draft. And um for good reason, you know, I think like unsigned players like can be signed to like a max contract of twenty thousand dollars, like the max um, amount that they can sign for is twenty thousand dollars. I mean, obviously that to a lot of these players who grew up in poor sections of the Dominican Republic, that sounds like a lot of money, but in reality, it's not going to get them very far. Yeah. So, um you know, it's also like you don't want to be forced into a contract just so your service sign could be manipulated by these greedy owners. So, you know, there's a lot of arguments for uh, or against the international draft, and I'm completely against it as well. And uh, we haven't really heard about it, but I assume that the players definitely didn't give in on that. So I assume no international draft, which is how it should be and how it should stay. Yep. Next thing, there is also a new limit on how many times a player can be optioned in a season. Uh, we don't know what this limit is, but I assume it's in the three to five range, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Um, but, you know, Yoan Camargo is probably really happy about this. <laughs> I remember a few years ago, um, oh, who was it that we kept optioning and just bringing up and down, up and down? Was it? Oh, it was Matt Whistler. It was Matt Whistler. That was like was it I Matt? think it was Matt Whistler, who was just up and down like 20 times in the season. I think it was Matt Whistler. I could be wrong. But um he's probably really happy right now. <laughs> I know I'm like how much like traveling back and forth. It's I mean, especially I guess for teams where you know triple and the major league team are really fall, far apart. For the Braves, it's not that big of an issue between you know Smyrna and Gwinnett. Um, Lawrenceville, Buford area. But, um, you know, for a lot of teams, I, I, I don't really have a great example, but I guess like the Tampa Bay and Durham is a pretty far apart. Yeah. So that that obviously if you're going back and forth 20 times, or maybe that's an exaggeration, even 10 times, five times is a lot, you know, to go back and forth between, you know, Durham, North Carolina, I believe it's North Carolina. I'm pretty sure it is. And then Tampa, Florida. And also, you know, the Rays might be on the road. Let's say they're in Seattle, you know, Durham to Seattle and back. And it's just like, it's, you know, you got to feel for those players who get optioned a lot like that. So I'm glad that there's a limit now. We're not sure what the limit is yet, but we'll find out hopefully soon. Uh, The mentioned the 12-team postseason. And players are to report to spring training by Sunday, March 13th barring a player needing a visa. Let's go. So um, advertisements on jerseys. Now they, let's talk about this. Oh, oh, oh. And I'll let you start. Well, so there, if you've seen
1: that they will allow advertisements on jerseys starting, at a, is it this year? I guess. Uh, I assume so. I assume so. Um, much like the NBA, who have been doing it for a few years now, as long as is it, it, it's stupid. I I hate it. It's advertising on jerseys. Just it 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 takes away the whole point of the jersey. But regardless of that, regardless of my stance, you know, if it's you know if it's small enough, if it's not like crazy, then you know, it's like the KBO jerseys
0: those those things are terrible yeah tigers i mean but you know here's so i'll I'll say a couple things on this first um advertise like just advertising in general nobody likes advertisements no one likes ads i can't even surf the web without turning on ad block and like i can't even watch a youtube video on my phone without getting two unskippable 15 second ads it's annoying it's stupid and um You know, I I think if I'm on my computer and I go to, like, weather.com trying to figure out, you know, is tomorrow a good day to go see a Braves game? You know, is the weather looking okay? You know, they asked me to turn ad block off so they can rub a bunch of ads in my face. So, sorry, weather.com. I'm using AccuWeather now. So, like, I'm not, like... like ads are just not good. I, I, I'm completely against this. But I mean, at least we have baseball. And second thing, can you imagine if like, you know, back in the day, 1927, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig were having Ford advertisements on their sleeve, like Ted Williams with like a, you know, it's just like the, the Yankees Here's jerseys are going to be the worst. It,
1: it, you can advertise any. You can advertise stuff anywhere else the ballpark, you know, and anywhere yeah, else, so just not on the Jersey. There's so on the m- field. I don't care. There's so many other places you can mm-hmm. advertise that. Mm-hmm.
0: That yeah, just, Like the it, Jersey it, it, should re- always remain untouched by yes. like, I mean, unless they're like, you completely like redesign your jerseys. The team gets a new logo. Um, you know, I get that, but advertisements like, Nobody wants advertising on jerseys. I, except for owners, because but no one cares about owners because their opinions are stupid. Anyways, um, so the the I mean I get it. This was a like a, you know, a tactic used by the league to try and be like, oh, so you want this? We'll give you this, but you put ads on your jerseys. That's like basically one of like one of the the reason why this is a even a thing is because you know, obviously something in the CBA. Was uh, the players were pushing for it, and you know, MLB agreed to implement that if they their owners could make extra money by putting ads on jerseys, which yep. you know, I hope. I wonder if like some teams are going to be like, no, we're not touching our jerseys. I wonder if that's an option for the teams. I I don't know. I I hope I mean, so. <laughs> that would
1: yeah. I mean, no. Nobody... You know, because I,
0: I I honestly like. I hate the Yankees. I, I mean, I despise the Yankees, but I feel like, you know, at least their jerseys are like so old school and they're classic. They're, they have a classic look. I hope they don't like, I really hope that the Yankees jerseys go untouched. Cause it's just like, yeah. it's just, it's not, it's some jerseys Yankees.
1: are just too,
0: What's the word I'm looking for? Traditional. Here? It's like traditional. traditional yeah. Like, or like something like that. It's like, that's like, Icon. It's more, it's iconic. Icon, icon, yeah. Iconic.
1: That's the word I was I looking for. Iconic. It's very iconic. Like you look at Yankee pinstripes, you know, mm-hmm. that you think of, you know, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, team pl- pe- pe- players like that. Yeah. And when, what do you go 50 years from now? You got to think about, you mm-hmm. know, the, the Aaron judge wearing a pin Yankees pinstripes with, um, Ford sponsored by Ford on the front of it or something or on the, mm. the patch, you know, like
0: what? And uh I get it. Like I get why it's a thing, like you know, we we were sponsored by this wonderful service called uh, actually no, I'm not gonna say it because they not they're no longer a sponsor. Sponsor us again, and we might mention you. But we're sponsored by geek So use promo code Braves News on SeatGeek for twenty dollars off your purchase. Go go the opening day. Um, see, I make my advertisements like kind of like, you know, small, you know, not so like in your face. Jer- like also think about, think about, it. you know, I, I'm wearing a couple jerseys here. Cause I'm just like, you know, I'm hype baseball's back, but you know, it, it, think about how much jerseys are costing now. It's like, you know, under 150 bucks for a Jersey. It's probably going to be 200 by the end of the year. Just if it, if it's, if, if it, the price of those goes up like gas right now. Um, No one wants to spend 150 bucks on a Jersey just to have like, you know, a draft Kings logo on the side. It's just like, you know, it's just,
1: if you're going to have it it it.
0: on the, if you're going to, I feel like if it's, if it's just like a small little thing, like, Make these advertisements as like microscopic as possible, you know. Like I I don't want, I don't want it to be like, especially I don't want them on the,
1: I don't really, you know, having them on the field, you know, whatever. But I'm not trying to buy a jersey, like you said. I'm not trying to buy a jersey that has an advertisement on it. Like, yeah, it just makes it look dumb, and and nobody wants that. Nobody wants to buy a jersey with an advertisement. You know,
0: at least like if there is like a team with an advertisement on their, on their uh uniforms at least like hopefully the you know the logo of this advertiser uh, is at least like decent you know and there are a lot of logos that you're just like that would not look good on on there yeah you know could, could you imagine like you know a Braves jersey with a bp logo on the sleeve like it's just like no one wants a or like you know shell like shell gas station on a on a yankees jersey like that's just like You know, if it's like AT&T, like like AT&T has like a logo that kind of would look kind of okay on a jersey, on a sleeve or something. But like, I don't want a gas station on my sleeve, you know? Fair enough. So at least like make sure like they, like it would at least either look good or like look look as if like, you know, you think they'll notice that (laughs) or like, you know, hardly noticeable. So that's our take on advertise, advertisements yeah. on jerseys. And I got some rule changes to talk about starting next season in 2023. And um, which one do you want to talk about first? I'll let you start, lead us off there.
1: Um let's start with the bigger bases. Still bigger it. bases. So if you know that people, I don't know why people were so like this should not have been a big issue the, 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 the i saw a picture of the the new bases next to the old bases it's not that big a deal guys it is going to well for one the good thing it's going to increase stealing
0: of players that.
1: which is good bringing back a more you know as the older you know the older generation call it you know just swiping bags and get getting, you know, bringing back the old baseball that was in the 19, you know, Ricky Henderson days. Yeah. Ricky I mean, Henderson, I mean, it's hard it, to compare because Ricky Henderson would steal. steal now. It's kind of, like still <laughs> every single time, like every single time he got on time, base, he would but, steal. Yeah. But it's, it's very good for baseball, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, another thing, the other thing it was said to do was decrease collisions. So, you know, obviously like mm-hmm. sliding into, second base or whatever preventing Mm. you know injury getting spiked or whatever, Mm. you know, minor, but I think it's it increases stealing Mm. and I think it's good.
0: Yeah, it would reduce, you know, Chase Utley versus Ruben Tejadas, you know, like that stuff. (laughs) Um, We're not gonna have injuries like that as much. I'm not saying that won't happen, but it won't happen as much. Now Right now, I think it's a good thing. But if we have three guys next year who both or or like who all three of them, you know, break Ricky Henderson's record, then I think it would be a bad thing. But, you know, I I think like, you know, it's it's a small enough change to encourage teams to steal more. I think, you know, if we get base runners on, you know, we got to have them. We got to have a little bit of action, you know, not just balls put in play, you know right now there's too many pickoffs too i mean you know there's too many pickoffs for the amount of steel attempts there are you know there's more yeah. pickoff attempts than ever and there's less still on base attempts than ever and i think that both of those are a problem now i think pickoffs are gonna you know maybe i think that they'll still remain pretty prevalent but um but stolen bases for sure are go- we're going to see a lot more stolen base attempts, which is exciting. No one can, com- if you're, if someone out there is complaining about, Oh my, I like, I don't want to see any more stolen bases. Then like, first of all, you don't exist. Um, There's nobody out there who, who's just like, I don't want more stolen bases. I mean, this will help Ron Acuna, you know, potentially have a 40, 40 season, which I know yeah. has been a goal of his for a while. You know, I know he's, he may not be able to be available for, you know, a few weeks, months, whatever. But, um, you know, he, he was even saying 50-50 at one point. So, you know, I think this this will definitely encourage that. It'll make stealing bases uh, a lot easier. So um, I like this change. I'm, I'm in support of it. And um, if, if people are complaining about it, then they're just looking for things to complain about, which... You know, in today's world, there's a lot of bad things going on. I can understand complaining about a lot of things, but this is this should not be one of them. Yeah, and
1: I think it puts a really big emphasis now also on defensive catchers and
0: Mm -hmm.
1: how well they perform behind the plate. You know, maybe a guy like Gary Sanchez will have less of an opportunity because behind the plate because he's not as defensively inclined as a you know, say, just Manny Grandal or JT Real Muto. So it definitely puts a clear emphasis on defensive catching. And I think the Braves definitely have that in a guy in Shea Langliers, who could be coming up in the next few years. So, you know, obviously the Braves don't have a great defensive catcher. You know, Travis Darno is not anything flashy. I don't even think he's thrown out a base runner and like, five years but besides the points it's it's i think it puts another a big emphasis on catchers which is Mm -hmm. good because catchers there are very few really good catchers now Mm
0: -hmm. and and you're going to see a lot of these uh teams like not just american league but now national league you know if if these players aren't you know if these catchers aren't good defensively if they can't throw out base runners they're going to be utilized as designated hitters sure. now. So, you know, I, I think that that's definitely um, also a factor. But, you know, you also might see, you know, Yadier Molina go off for 30 stolen bags next year. <laughs> probably not. You could but...
1: you'd probably put the bags, like, a foot from each other, and yadi would still get thrown
0: out. Maybe not that much, but... I know, I know it's exa- a little exaggerating, but yeah, a little exaggerated, little, a little bit of an ex- exaggeration. Hey, there, but I love Yachty though. We're we love Yachty, and also, this is going to be his final season, so at least we're going to get a full last season of yes, Yachty as well. Um, I forgot about that, honestly. And I believe, uh, is there anyone else that this is their final season that they've announced? I think Yachty's the only one. I don't even remember. I need
1: a baseball. I like my mindset's baseball, but mm-hmm. it's, it has not been like my mindset's been the lockout and how the, that's been my mindset. Now it has nothing to do with the players. Uh, my mind has not been on a player outside of maybe
0: Freddie Freeman in mm-hmm. like three months. So yeah, Freddie, Freddie Freeman has been in our minds probably every day for the last three months. So very true. Um, so it's 17 minutes past the hour here. Uh, after the free agency madness has begun, and there's li- uh, now eighteen minutes, and there's still nothing, so um, I don't know where's uh, I don't know where my uh, Freddie Freeman resigned tw- uh, tweet notification is, but I haven't gotten it yet. So maybe uh, Freddie Freeman's on the phone right now. Let's hope he is, because uh, they got to get this done. Yeah,
1: I- I'm and very. I- interested to see who who does you know what happens the next uh, yeah if anybody I'm, signs i i would be you know were teams already talking about bringing guys back i don't know i guess we'll see mm-hmm. who, who is the first to sign so.
0: and now now if you uh you know check twitter and you see that you know a certain team is pushing for you know making a push for Freddie freeman i can't believe it so now the teams can actually you know go after her players now so yeah it'll, uh, i mean it'll be interesting to see you know what teams are in which teams are not in or what's changed since uh, december 1st <laughs> um it feels like forever ago um this thing that was like a week after thanksgiving like i don't even remember thanksgiving <laughs> tell you the truth i remember yeah, the braves think- winning the world series though but like an eternity ago <laughs> um so if we do get some breaking news on the pod, we'll uh, definitely break it. I mean, even though by the time you listen to this, it won't be breaking news, but it'll be breaking news for us. So that's exciting. Next rule change for next season um, is implementing a pitch clock. You know, I don't really.
1: Some of these rules, I just didn't really even like whatever, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I think that. Honestly, I, I'm, I don't know the, what the exact like figure on like how much time in between pitches it is. Uh, I believe it's like eight it is like 18 seconds or something, or like 17, and then 25 oh, if a runner's like on, something like that. I mean, I, I've been listening to a lot of talk in baseball recently. And we refer to talking baseball, John Boy Media, a lot because they they make a lot of great points, and uh, we take them. So, um, <laughs> we can't, I, I'm, we're not going to deny. I mean, no, it. We are it's we are true. talking
1: Braves, you know. Maybe, maybe. hey, I mean, we hey, aren't associated uh, with talking baseball, but we'd like to be
0: one day, possibly. But one you day. know, we uh we had an original name and. It was already taken, so we had to change it again. So we just had to come up with something simple and come up with something quickly. And this is what it came out to be. And honestly, I like it. So I think it's stuck, and I think it it's it's clean, very. It's clean. It's very simple to the point, and it's what we're all about. So, um, yeah. So pitch clock. Um, so their their take on this was, um, I, I think, I don't know if this is Ploof, Jimmy. I don't remember but um it was uh if i can remember um that nobody watches a game now and be, and says like i wish that these pitchers would take longer to throw a pitch if you, if, if you have a problem with that take um get some help um cuz honestly like if you want pitchers to take longer to throw a a single pitch, you know, I, I, I don't. We're never going to be friends, first of all. <laughs> but like, it's also like, you know, the pace of play is a big issue. And this is, this is something that addresses that. Um, but I mentioned this on the, on the live stream earlier that uh, something else to that would speed up the game of baseball is just getting rid of replay. Yeah. Honestly, like replay is, you know, in, in sports nowadays, replay is very important, but what baseball has shown, shown us, especially Braves fans is that replay just doesn't work. Yeah. (laughs) um you know this indisputable evidence crap that we have gotten non-stop for however long it's been since replay was first implemented um it's ridiculous i I mean like the alec bohm slide like i mean i'm not i'm not like mad at it anymore we won a world series who cares but it's just an example um and also i apologize if you can hear my dog she's going nuts upstairs um but uh, she's going nuts. I might have to like pause the episode here for a bit. (laughs) Cause like, it's just, it's distracting me. She's going nuts. All right. You know, I'll be back in a second. (laughs) I'll be back in a second. I'll be right back. Okay. So the Alex Bohm slide. Okay. The, The replay was like, Clear as day. He did not touch home plate. He was tagged out. But somehow, despite this very clear picture that Boehm's foot, when it landed, it was not even close to the plate. Everyone saw it. Like, there's no one who's like, oh, he touched home plate. No, there's no. Like, in, unless you literally cannot see. If you're blind, you might be be like. But at least, like you know, the announcer would be like, hey, didn't touch a no plate." Like ESPN, who seems to always be against the Braves on their broadcasts, were just like they were baffled by this call. <laughs> yeah, I it mean, was so bad. If, if you aren't going to get the call
1: right with replay, just get rid of it. It does. If it doesn't work, just just get rid of it completely because let the let the umpire determine who if he's safe or out. I mean, that, that, that would be a better, better way mm-hmm. than, you know, mm-hmm. the replay.
0: So, um, so replay, it doesn't work. And also it's like, it takes so long to do a replay review. And also no one wants to turn on a baseball game and have a bunch of replay reviews. I yeah. get it. Like I get, they want to get the call, right? But also, like I miss the days when managers would argue every single call and we get ejections every other day. That was fun. I want I want to see arguments again. yeah, we don't have nearly as many arguments or ejections anymore unless like you know you throw throw behind somebody or at someone's or at someone or at someone's head or whatever. then you go get some ejections here and there and then just clearing brawls, but that's about it. like you don't get manager ejections all that much so, um, yeah. Also, uh, yeah, owners have uh, yeah thirty to thirty to zero. So, so now it's uh, official. So now it's official, and I believe was this like the cue to be like you know let free agency begin or trades and everything.
1: Yeah, this was the the thing that they said after this. So free agency has now officially started as as of a minute ago, six twenty seven Eastern time, from Bob
0: from Bob Nightingale. So. So, All right, Bob. Let the frenzy begin. Let it begin, and uh, hopefully we can at least have one, you know, big free agent signing, or at least like maybe just like an average free agent signing. We'll we'll take anything, you know. If we get a free agent signing, a uh, Twitter notification. That's oh, probably like someone on for late news. Or okay, never mind. Uh, Bob Mantegill, start your trades and free agent signings. Baseball is officially back. We know, Bob. Um. So. So th- there are other ways that they can speed up the game. Pitch clock may- might not be one of them, but honestly, I think that this is going to be overall good for the game of baseball. But I also yeah. think that they should get rid of replay because it adds like five extra minutes to a game that we don't need to <laughs> waste. Cause honestly, like when when there's a replay review, there's no action on the field. No one like there's just nothing. It's not, fa- standing it's, it's around. not good. And then they get the call wrong and it's just like, that was like the biggest yeah, the waste of thing time they
1: always got the call right but the fact that yeah
0: indisputable like it's i, it, I mean it, it it's a joke what it is yeah. and hopefully we don't have to you know rant about that this season which but we will have to because it doesn't matter what season it is it doesn't matter how good the braves are we always seem to be the victims of replay review that seems to be obvious it's ha- it happened several times last year and several times in 2020 and 2019 2018 or whatever it was in- implemented it's every year so um yep. rob manfred is expected to tweet speak to the media shortly oh can we listen in live on that oh oh that actually might be a part of, uh, we're not going to uh, have rob manfred speak on the pod of course we're not going to we're not gonna do we love you guys. We don't we don't wanna want you to hate us for having Rob Manford speak on the podcast because no one wants to listen to him speak. Rob come um, on the
1: pod question, no, I'm just kidding. Forget never that. DFA Manford. <laughs> DFA Manford. Um,
0: like this is this is a win for the players and not Manford. Because man, like literally, like what people are probably gonna remember, Rob Man like no one's gonna be like. Rob Manfred was the reason we have baseball now. Like Rob Manfred was the reason why baseball was even in jeopardy to begin with.
1: Yeah, Rob Manfred was the whole reason we needed a lot that
0: there was a lockout that we didn't need even, a lockout. You didn't even need to do that, and yeah, never do that again. By the way, yeah. Um, you know, so, I, he
1: he he smiles when the deal doesn't get done. I wonder what he's going to do when the deal now is done. Does he like frown or something? Cry. He, he cries. He just starts bawling his eyes out on national television.
0: I'm so sorry. I mean, excited. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> um, anyways. Um, but um, you know, people are gonna remember Rob Manford for one calling the commissioner's trophy a piece of metal, and then also um not punching the Astros, uh moving the Ulster game out of Atlanta for political reasons. Um Implementing a lockout, swinging a golf club on <laughs> deadline day, um, and impl- implementing a replay system that doesn't work, and the list goes on and on. Circling Rob Deadline oh, Boy, and also um deadline. taking away a lot of these minor league teams. Yes, from cities that probably their a lot of their economy relied on minor league teams. So start the movement. We want Danville back. Let's get make it happen. Danville, bring back Danville Braves. Back Danville Braves. Like. There was no reason that that should have ever happened. Like, like also another team, like the Pawtucket Red Sox or Paw Sox or whatever. Like, yeah, that, that, that team was there in Pawtucket. I think it's Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Um, They've been around for, you know, over half a century, or I don't know, I don't know the exact date, but now all of a sudden because of Rob Manfred, they don't have a team and it's kind of sad. Like, you know, these communities, that had baseball teams, they rallied around these teams. All of a sudden that was just taken away because of Rob Manfred. Yep. And yet, like, honestly, like, why is he like, no matter what a press, like I haven't heard anything from Rob Manfred on why he even did that. Obviously it's something with the owners because he works for the owners, but like, why was it necessary? Why? And why are these certain cities? Why do we take away these cities teams instead of these teams or these cities teams? So, yep, that's another thing. But, um, we're, we're, we're long story short. Like to sum it all up, we're not going to have, have Rob Manfred speak on the pod, but we'll listen to it and maybe give some some reaction to it. Um, here in just a little bit. But, um, another another um rule change to be implemented in 2023 what's the next one it was oh let me think well like i had this so like prepared i had like in my mind let's see bigger bases pitch clock There was one more there was one more i'm gonna pause the episode so you don't listen to us for five minutes to think about what we're missing so so we know um, the thing that we, we miss and you're probably like screaming at us through your headphones or whatever <laughs> or you're like, listening what on. What
1: is wrong with these kids?
0: But there's actually another little thing that has not been brought up by anybody, but this was a tweet that was tweeted out 12 minutes ago. And it's kind of going off right now. Starting in 2023. This is a, oh, this is one of my favorite parts about this whole thing. This is part of the agreement that no one's talked about yet. This schedule will feature fewer divisional games and every team will play at least one series against every other opponent, including the other league. So you're every single year, you're going to have Braves, Mariners, Braves, angels, Braves, A's, Braves, Astros. And that's, that's that's, that's a huge, that's a huge win. That is awesome. I, I love Especially for, this. For, is, this is know, something I've, I've been wanting forever.
1: Yeah. T, I mean, we've, I think we've, we've talked about this before, but, you you don't we don't get to see guys like Mike Trout and Shohei mm. Ohtani play. Well, for one, yeah, as he's got uh, if you're on YouTube, shout out the Angels,
0: shout out but, to the Angels, because everyone loves Mike Trout and, the, and Shohei Ohtani. <laughs> if you hate the Angels, then you're not even a human being. But go Braves though. But that's my true. Oh boy, there we go. I,
1: but I, I got, you, we don't get to see Mike Trout and Shohei Ohtani play in person. We don't even get a chance to really do that because mm. they are. We haven't haven't played them
0: since, like, 2015, 2016. Forever. Yeah, we play them this year. but Yeah, we play them this year at home. the first time we – at home. And those tickets, I've looked at them, they're expensive. (laughs) Because people are excited. They want to see Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. I mean, who wouldn't want to see Mike Trout and Shohei Otani? I honestly, like, I'm going to – I'm definitely going to be going, so. Oh, we have to. Have to. I I, I just – if, like – You know, this is one of the few opportunities I've ever gotten to see Mike Trout. I remember last time the the Angels and Braves played at in Atlanta. It was at Turner Field, and I was on vacation that week. I really wanted to see it, but I wasn't able to. So, yep. I mean, now's the chance, and you know, you're seeing the best player of our generation come to Atlanta, barring an injury, which you know, knowing Mike Trout nowadays, it might that that's a pretty good possibility, but hopefully not. We love Mike Trout. We don't. We uh, Mike Trout's good for the game of baseball. So but the, uh, so this is this you know Braves will play the Angels every single year I assume it's probably going to be you know we're going to go to LA next year and they're going to come back in 2024 to Atlanta or something like that. But uh this honestly like you know the Braves and Mets and Marlins and Nationals and Phillies we play each other so much. It yeah. gets kind of repetitive. Now we get to see – like, we're going to be able to see every single different team more often. And we're going to see – like, our players are going to be able to go, you know, um, see – or play at different stadiums and all. And it's like, that's good. That's such a good thing. And honestly, I don't know why that all of a sudden, like, this is finally becoming a thing. Like, this should have been a thing forever ago. Like, there's no reason for it not to happen. So, I'm so glad this is happening and I yep. think this is great for the game of baseball. Yep. Moving on final, to final the things. next rule. You the got the
1: banning of the shift. Ooh. You know my take it takes away the strategy of the game. It it's I I don't really Understand the. Po- I think it needed to be modified. I think it needs to be modified where you need at least two guy in two infielders on each side of the second base bag. But I don't see the point in taking away the strategy of you know, you know having a guy maybe say right at the, up, up like up the middle of the second base bag. You know if if so, sometimes you got to learn to hit it where they're not and you know it's. It is what it is, but very, I don't know. It's not not particularly great, but it's whatever.
0: So also, uh, apparently Rob Manfred is either like speaking right now or he's about to speak. We're, we're not going to stop the episode over Rob Manfred trying to speak because we don't care about Rob Manfred, and he doesn't care about no, us. Sure. So it doesn't, like, we're, I'll say t- I take back what I said. We're just not even going to say anything about Rob Manfred because we don't care um and you probably don't either so he's he's probably gonna be like you know we we do wish that the players had agreed to our completely fair proposals about two months ago probably
1: wouldn't be surprised
0: but he's he's probably gonna put the uh, fact that the lockout even happened on the players even though that they they're the ones who got locked out so the players were the victims here like honestly like the fact that People even like leading up to today were like, I stand with MLB owners. Like, no, no, like you don't shut up. Like, like the players were the ones who were locked out. They were the ones who uh, pushed for a, you know, a better product on the field, Um, which the owners and Rob Manfred didn't want to put put into the game. So good for you players. Great. And great for the fans, too. So yeah. Um, we're not going to listen to Rob Manfred and, um, so the shift, uh, my take on the shift. Um, now, honestly, I think that this definitely needed, needed to be addressed. Um, because I, and I think it's, I'm glad that they're not not implementing this, uh, this year. And I, I do agree that it does take away from the, um, strategy of, uh, you know, defensive positioning and all um but i think what they've tried out in some of the lower levels of the minors is like the infield you know you have to have two infielders on each side of the uh, second base back which i think that's completely fine i think you know if you have like a short stop like right behind second base i don't know if that really like what the rule is on that but um i think that's fine but Because, you know, shifts have been around for a while. They're a lot more common today. Like, I think everybody knows that. Um, But, you know, this is honestly going to help the game. And uh, in the long run, because what baseball needs to grow, they need more base hits. They need more base runners. They need more stolen bases. They need more runs, more action. This is going to contribute to that, okay? You know, and I forget Oh, this was a, oh, this was, I believe this was a John Boy interview. This was before the 2020 season or sometime before it, um, maybe during the winter meetings uh, in 2019 to 20. Um, John Boy interviewed, I think, I think, I think it was John Boy interviewed Bob Costas. And um, like somehow the shift got brought up and um, Bob Costas made a great point. I, I think it was Bob Costas. I think I'm talking about the right thing is that Bob Costas was referring to, um, you know, in the old days of baseball, you know, what if like Willie Mays, like, just, let's just go back to that catch. in, I think, well, was it 51, 52, 53, 54, somewhere in that range. I don't somewhere. know the exact year. I don't I know the exact year, <laughs> but the thing that made that catch so impressive was the amount of distance he had to travel to catch that ball. Yeah. Now, if you like, of course, I don't think that that he would actually be positioned that far, that deep in the center field. But um, if they were to shift like that today, you know, of course, we don't have a polar grounds anymore. I wish we did. That'll be fun. But um, I think that that was not the point that he made. That was just an example that I kind of made up. But, you know let's just say like 10 years ago, you had normal positioning and everything. You know, if you rope a line drive in a shallow right field, that should not be a ground out. Yeah. You know, and also if you line a ball into the gap, you know, I want to see extra base hits. I want to see diving catches. We don't see that anymore on balls into the gap. Not enough action. Because, because you know, that, that takes away a lot of the excitement. I, I get it. I get, I get why team shift. I mean, it helps you win games, but you know, it doesn't help in the action. um, The action uh, part of the game. So, um, you know, it's, it helps teams win, but it doesn't help grow the game, which is the problem. And this is the reason why it was brought up so much. Um, I I think that the game is going to benefit from this. I know that a lot of fans are, this is probably the one that's that probably upsets the most people because, you know the shift is such a vital part of the game of baseball now, and also I think last year the Braves shifted like the fourth or fifth most in the entire league. Um, and a lot of the ta- a lot of times, every single time it didn't work, we're just like, why do we even shift? Like, it sucks. Because like, it, 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 I mean, a lot of times it did it did work out in our favor, and a lot of times it didn't. How about we just like don't worry about it? It just shift like not shift. You know, and I, I think that, you know, I, I miss, you know, I miss the days when like shifts were such a, you know, a rare thing unless you had like a David Ortiz up or someone like that. You know, like, you know, if Ozzie Albies was batting left-handed against a right-handed hit pitcher, um, you know, lines, uh, line drive into shallow right field that should be a base hit. Uh, There's no reason why a second baseman should be like a third of the way into the outfield. That's just like, that was one thing. I think I like that.
1: that, Like there's no reason there should be a, yeah, a guy, two guys in right field, basically. Yeah. It's just ridiculous.
0: And, you know, I, I like, and I hope that if, if you're just like, ah, the shift, like, you know, they probably shouldn't touch the, touch uh, the shift and like, get rid of it. Hopefully like, you know, like, a line drive in a right field should be a base hit. I'm sorry. Like, unless you're a super slow runner and the right fielder absolutely hoses you, which is exciting. I, I, um, So I, I hope, like, that kind of, you know, clears some stuff up, up and uh, hopefully, you know, changes your mind a bit. Because I, I honestly think, like, these rule changes for the starting of the 2023 uh, season, I think all four of these things... Shift pitch clock, bigger bases, and you know, teams facing every other team in the league every year. All four of those things will eventually, those th- four things are extremely, extremely good for the game of baseball. So, I'm in support of all of those things. It's just the one thing that I just, ugh, those ads on jerseys, I just, they're like, there's no way you're gonna win over fans with that. Like, it's just that's the one part I'm just like, no. Universal DH, yes. Um, you know, yeah. Hopefully, we hit everything.
1: <laughs> so, uh, it's, been, a, they, it's been a long. I'm so glad the off season is coming to an end now. I mean, it was extended. The pitchers Petri- and catchers were supposed to report three, four weeks ago. Mm. so typically you know we'd already be back in baseball swing of things but obviously we aren't but in a week we will and the off season i guess i, don't, I mean i don't know even know what you call this anymore it's a we got a week of what something happened
0: some of the stuff that rob Manfred is saying okay okay let me just read some quotes okay i'm actually like surprised rob Manfred is saying some like kind of, like things that i'm just like Okay, Rob. So first, oh, what? Oh, never mind. I saw Jorge Soler in a tweet. And I was just like, oh, I got excited for a second. But it was just like Mark Feinstein saying, like, the addition of the Universal DH should help free agents such as Jorge Soler. Well, no crap. Um, Rob Manfred, I am genuinely thrilled to be able to say that Major League Baseball is back and we're going to play 162 games. I... Do want to start by apologizing to our fans. Looking forward, I could not be more excited about the future of our game. Uh, more uh, more here in a bit. He said that the 2023 season will be more balanced, uh, kind of what we just said. Uh, teams will play at least one series against every opponent. Um, I I hope that the process is a first step forward. I spoke to Tony Clark. After the ratification vote, I told him that we that I told him that I thought we had a great opportunity for the game in front of us, and told him that I hope to work with him on things that are new in the agreement. Um, reporters will now be permitted back into clubhouses just like before COVID. I, I hope announcers are going to be allowed to be like at the other stadium too. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that I, I expect it. I mean, th-
0: yeah, that, uh, that's expected. Like, uh, honestly, if if
1: if not, then like what's if what's I'm seeing Chip short? Carey and Jeff Francoeur calling a road did game, he keep it um, fair from, from 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 Truist Park. I'm going to be like,
0: oh, gosh, mm-hmm. did
1: he keep it fair? Oh, it's a 450 foot bomb to dead center, right center. <laughs> <the bombs. laughs>
0: what do um, I know? Another quote from Manfred. I've never been surprised at the solidarity of the MLBPA. It may be one of the best unions in America. It has been historically. That's for sure. Hey, Rob. <laughs> There's no way Rob Manfred wrote this speech. This was like this sounds like Rob Manfred just like
1: eh, yeah. The, uh, he's I'm gonna, it, be, like, I'm going to be a decent owner or a decent um, commissioner for once. Yeah,
0: it, I, I feel like he probably had his wife write the speech for him.
1: Like, honey, can you you write this for me, please? (laughs) One of the
0: things I'm supposed to do is promote a good relationship with our players. I've tried to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, Rob. Okay, you lost me there. You lost me there, Rob. Um,
1: Maybe he's he's
0: trying to do that. Maybe he's going to start trying. trying. I think that I have not been successful in that. Well, no crap. (laughs) Uh, he says that he's not been successful in maintaining a good relationship with players. Uh, he's admitting to that. Huh? Wow you got
1: five 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 years to... yeah there's no way he
0: wrote this. <laughs> I think that it begins with small steps that it's why I picked up I, this it's why I picked the phone up after the ratification and expressed my desire to work with him, Tony Clark. Um, it's going to be a priority of mine going forward um, Before Rob. Rob Manfred says he hopes players see this agreement as an olive branch, whatever. Okay. Uh, The MLBPA historically wanted a market-based system. Markets produce market results. And I think that the changes that were made in this agreement move dramatically in their direction, like the CBT threshold. And I think you'll probably see a little different market results. Okay. So this is some things there that I like. I'm also not falling for any of Rob Manfred's antics about being like, you know... (laughs) Like, I've tried to maintain a good relationship. You've tried. like, tried.
1: What have you tried, Rob? Tell us. Tell us what you've tried. He's tried to work on his golf swing, I'll tell you that. Probably. Okay, go play some golf with the guys or something, you know?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Rob Manfred and Max Scherzer, they have a tea time schedule for tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I, I, imagine. I I don't think they want to see each other for like, give them yeah. like a month to like cool down, and be like, okay, we're we're over it now.
0: Yeah. But long story short, we're just happy that baseball is back. Um and honestly, I hope that we get some free agent news. Uh, you know, starting here in just a little bit. Um There's uh... a. This is another thing. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, you you retreated, retreat or you responded to this. I think we made an agreement when it was possible to make an agreement.
1: Yeah, like what? I don't even understand. I don't even understand what that really even meant. Like, I mean, I did, but like, it was like what?
0: So. This is um I, I honestly like I, I'm trying to like reach Twitter and like talk at the same time, which is basically impossible for me, but um, let's see. What else we ha- do we have? Oh, I have a lot to catch up on um, Toronto Blue Jays tweet out a, a Squidward meme. I'm going to retweet that. Cause it's a good one. Um, there's, also um i think i think this has been verlander who tweeted something about this earlier um also we gotta thank every ncaa baseball team you know giving us some entertainment while we wait for this crap to get be over with and be done with which honestly um took way longer than it should have but uh we're glad that uh, we have a full season, which honestly it was the last thing I expected when I woke up this morning. But <laughs> after yesterday, I was not expecting anything and I was wrong. So now, uh, Braves focuses. Now we got, now let's focus on repeating as World Series champions. And um, so we're defending now. So now, this is a conversation that I've been waiting to have for a while. Because, you know, there's we have baseball now. What steps mu- must the Braves take in order to repeat as World Series champions? What do we need to do?
1: Resign Freddy.
0: Well, yeah. And? Well, that's, that's like... Highest of the high priority. That's at the tip resign of the ice. Sign Freddie and resign Freddy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so that's obviously the big one. Now do we? In like baseball a lot of, games. That that too. Uh, finish <laughs> each game with more runs than your opponent. You know, always helps. Always helps. We had what was it? Eighty nine wins last year. You know, eighty eight. 88, 80. Oh yeah, because because of one game that we didn't make up. 88 games last year. We were 88 and 0 in games that we outscored our opponents, which is a very good thing. And I think that we should continue that that um you know Ford key to the game. Um, is it Ford? So do we even do that anymore? I don't know. I don't think we do that anymore. Do we? Do we? Do we do that? I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, no,
1: I think I think we do. I I think it, no, it's not. It's 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 Jeff's key of the games now, or it's I miss it's Joe. Doing it. It's Jeff's key of the games or key to the game. Hmm. So um,
0: there is going to be a lot of free agent signing. I think I think we said uh, three hundred free agents and four weeks. A lot of those free agents, maybe not. As big of an, like, a lot of those are minor league free agents, but um, still, that's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of content to talk about over the next four weeks, so uh, expect a lot of content coming from us, we're going to be busy, um, we're excited, and we're going to try, having I mean,
1: content, just having content back in general is mm. something that we've looked, been looking forward to for a long time, because, I mean, the reality is, we haven't had much to talk about,
0: Mm-hmm. And we've been trying our best to come up with content, but, um, but it's been hard. And I think that even MLB Network, they've been showing a lot of just random stuff recently. And now MLB Network has, will return to regular programming. We're going to have MLB tonight. Um, I don't know if they show hot stove during the, the uh, spring training, but um, High Heat is going to come back. No one watches that, but it's going to be back. Um, intentional Talk. Um, quick pitch is going to be on on April eighth. Um, I don't even know what else is on MLB Network anymore because it's just been so long. But um, I'm really looking forward to it. This is going to be awesome. Yep. So, other keys for the Braves to repeat as World Series champions. I we discussed some of the stuff on our live stream. Um, you know, do we do we want to solidify our outfield at all? Do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean there's a lot of questions here because obviously Jock and Eddie and Jorge are all free agents. and the reality is probably at least one of them Jock's probably not coming back for sure. Jorge maybe comes back and Eddie maybe comes back, but I think getting a extra uh, one big extra bat in that lineup is definitely a need. Outside of Freddie, not with that's including Freddie, obviously having another guy to you know booster that bolster that lineup.
0: So, Mm -hmm. I I mean, we obviously have some big gaps to fill. Of course, if uh, if you go around the diamond right now, you got Ozuna, um, Acuna, Duvall, and possibly Pache as your opening day lineup in the outfield. And, uh, and one of them at DH, most likely Ozuna there. Um, and then around the infield, probably Riley Dansby, who's, who who, who I, don't, I haven't mentioned this, but he's entering his contract year. He's a free agent after this year. be something to keep your eye out for. Um, then, of course, Ozzy, and then uh, Gap at first base. Right now it's, I guess, Arcea. No one wants to see Arcea start first base. Um, but that's going to be something that the Braves will address. Of course, whether it's Freeman, whether it's Matt Olson, whether it's Anthony Rizzo, hopefully it's Freeman, of course. Um, and then Pena and Darno behind home plate. So um, so obviously first base is um, the big issue right now, which the Braves are obviously not going to let Orlando Garcia um, start at first base. They're not going to let that happen. So it's going to be, I don't see Anthony Rizzo coming. It's either going to be Freddie or Matt Olson. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Hopefully, Freddie. Um, but you know, you know how we stand. It's like Matt Olson is possibly the second best first baseman in baseball. And if we sign the second best Matt Olson or the second best second best first baseman in baseball, uh Brace fans will still be not really even mad, number so. one.
1: Come on now.
0: We'll still be very mad at that. Um, yes. so, all, and of course we have DH, you know, I, I, I don't see Pache being in the, in the starting lineup. I definitely see like our outfield right now, Ozuna, Duval, Acuna, all right-handed hitters. We need the left-handed guy in that lineup. We, we brought up some names on uh, the podcast. Um, not just like, and then Freddie is also, and then you got Austin Riley as well as a right-handed, handed hitter, um, we, we need left-handed bats. And, of course, Freddie Freeman is priority, priority number one. So, I'm definitely looking at guys like Eddie Rosario, who I would love to reunite with. Um, Soler is a right-handed bat, but he, that's possible, as well as Chris Bryant, Nick Castellanos, um, guys like that. But also some left-handed guys like like I said, uh, Ros- Rosario, Michael Conforto is out there. Um, Kyle Schwarber's out there, and I believe there's one more, but I, I'm i kind of blanking right now, but um, there's a lot of great options out there, and I, I definitely think that we're going to get um, one of those guys, and I hope it's going to be Rosario. If I'm being completely honest, I, I think Rosario yeah. is a very consistent hitter. Um, I mean, he produced with Cleveland in his short time last year, and of course, when he came over to Atlanta and became, got healthy, and I mean, you know the postseason. Yeah, you pro- I mean, you know, it's probably been a while since anyone really has thought about baseball all that much. So we'll remind mm-hmm. you, he had a very, very good playoff run, Eddie Rosario. Right, yeah. So um, pretty solid. Set a franchise record for most hits in a postseason series during the championship series. Went completely off. Um, you know, we wouldn't have won a World Series without him. So. I mean it's possible we could have, but most likely no. Um and what do you think? Who do you think the Braves should go after?
1: It's hard to say. I mean, they're I'm I'm just I'm just ready to see what happens, quite honestly, with free agency. Who we get? After after Freddie, you know, who we get is who we get. So
0: Mhm. But Of course, Friday is the big priority. And then pitching, um, a lot of people want um, us to go after, like Clayton Kershaw. That's not happening. That's um, not happening. You brought up Carlos Rodon in the live stream, who's going to be after. That's going to be expensive yet.
1: That I, I do know that. That's and then
0: be- I, I brought up Yusei Kikuchi, who's yes. out there right now. And honestly, I would love to get Yusei Kikuchi. And then we also uh, explored from a comment asking about maybe a trade. Um, so, Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo, those guys came up, um, possibly including, you know, we before the lockout, we were looking at Carlos Correa, maybe including tr- Dansby Swanson in a trade package for Sonny Gray or something like that, or for Matt Olson or whatever happens. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that could happen. You know, Pasha to, to the included in a package for Sonny Gray or Luis Castillo, maybe. I mean, there's there's so many options. Um and it's going to be hard to really get to, you know, every single option that we have. But yeah, it's going to be wild. Um, oh, did we? So as of three minutes ago, player faces have returned to MLB.com. And for the first time, it will
1: I guess not. The first time anybody's tweeted, the Braves, Braves Twitter has actually tweeted something relevant to baseball. It's How Luke Jackson. Tweeted about Luke Jackson.
0: <laughs> what? <Well, laughs> okay, it just, it's just giggling. I think that was uh, from during um during the MLB the show thing. During COVID. Yeah. During COVID. Um, Also, if you really, really care about um, MLB the show, how do you feel about Matt Vascursion no longer being play by play on MLB? Sad. That's another thing. Sad. That is very sad. It's going to be a new start. uh, If you haven't heard, John Chombie and Chris Singleton will be the new uh, commentators for MLB the show. So no DeRosa, no Matt Vasgersian, no Plesak, no Heidi Watney. It's gonna be a much different. I'm kind of interested to see how that, how that affects things or changes things. But you know, if you ha- if you haven't heard about that and you play on the show, then you know, if we just broke that news to you, you're just like, whoa. <laughs> but but yeah. Um, other than that, I think uh, we've covered basically everything. Still no free agent signings or anything. So. Oh, yeah. Um keep you updated though. We will keep you updated and um and we'll be just tweeted out, you know, some cool fan player interactions and toss-ups and autographs and stuff, and just kids having a good time with players and we're gonna have that this year, and it's just you know, we didn't know that this morning. Mm. I wasn't expecting anything, but You know, we thought the first four series were canceled (laughs) and now we're playing a full 162. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, we've been hoping to say that forever. And now that we can actually say it makes me so happy. It's It's great. So. Um we, we, I gotta figure out what to end the episode with because um now we have baseball. So um what should we even do about this? Ended on Rob Manfred talking,
1: saying you know, there's an agreement or something.
0: Last episode we ended with a walloped and I think now that you know we got baseball back, we gotta get our first walloped of the actual baseball season. Let's do it but i gotta find one so um is there anything else that we have to discuss before we end the episode i don't think so i think uh, i mean even though we had a lot to cover i think we covered it all i think we got everything so that's good let me just check Twitter one last time to make sure that there's nothing going on, uh, which I don't think there's anything going on right now. Um, I have to scroll so far. What, why? Seeing seeing all these players tw- start tweeting again, it's just so nice to see. I know. And, and also, you know, going on MLB.com and seeing ian anderson's face at the top it's just it, it's been so long so dfa liberty media until we resend freddie and then we might take an episode off but it'll be back um we'll be back so hopefully that happens very soon if it happens tonight we're g- gonna record two times in one day so yeah you better believe that so <laughs> I got to get a walloped. So this is going to be so time consuming. Just finding one that, you know, sh- should I do an easy one or should I do? A, should I do a hard one to I kind of get us back into the, just do just an easy students. one. Mm-hmm. All right. From July twenty third, twenty eighteen. Who do you think it is, Luke? Say it again. July twenty third, twenty eighteen. July twenty third, twenty eighteen. Ronald acuna Jr. No, the man of the hour. I just just say his Freddie name. Freeman. How'd you How'd you know? I don't know. I was going to
1: guess Freddie (laughs) Freeman at first. And I was like, "Eh, that's maybe too obvious. But
0: no, no, it's just like, you know, honestly, if, if this goes live and then Freddie Freeman decides he's not coming back to Atlanta, then I might have to edit this episode, but, um, and just do a different one. (laughs) But right now we're doing Freddie Freeman. So, um, if this is your first time tuning in, um, first of all, welcome. Yeah. Check, out the, Thank check out the YouTube channel. Thank you for checking us out as well. Thank you for listening yeah. to this entire episode. We appreciate that. Check out SeatGeek. Use promo code News on SeatGeek for $20 off. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitch, YouTube. Email us. Anything else? I think that's it. Uh, I think that's it. Everything is in the description. Also, merchandise. We got stuff copyrighted, so I got to... <laughs> I got to figure out something else. So um, that's why it's that's why we haven't said anything about that. So um, it, it's co- it's going to come soon. I promise. But um, right now it's on a little bit. Of, it's on hold. So but anyways, um, that's about it. So we'll, we'll catch you all in an episode five. Um, so until next time, I'm David Waters. And I'm Luke Harden. Baseball's back. We'll see you later. <laughs> guys got- and very deep at the track at- oh, uh, see the lag got to me so i gotta do it all over again here we go sorry seal so a full count coming up for freddie the pitch is wallop toward left field and very deep at the track at the It's gone, a two run opposite field homer for Freeman.